Welcome to the three lessons with Roy Jaikran. This is a podcast where we learn from the experiences of others. Now, the ability to actually learn from others is the one thing that actually differentiates the human race from other species on this planet. And so, what we attempt to do in this podcast is to talk to a diverse range of people from different walks of life and compile their lessons and see what they have learned and how can we learn from that. And today on the show. It is my privilege to introduce you to Dr. Jayashree Sethi. She is the creative director and chief storyteller at Storyteller and the director of Cheshta Care Foundation. She's a well-known storyteller and a teacher trainer based in Delhi and has had a career in radio, television and theater and of course now is an educator and an author. She's the author of the book Teachers as Storytellers, a handbook for primary teachers. Welcome to the show, Dr. Jashri Sethi. Thank you, Rohit. It's great meeting you after so long. The reason why I keep emphasizing the doctor is the fact that the last time we met, must have been 10 or 15 years ago, you didn't have a PhD. Tell us a little bit about your journey that has brought you to today. So Rohit, yes, I was in radio. We were in Bangalore together. And then I moved to Lucknow, to Jaipur and then other cities doing radio. Okay. 2011 was the year when I realized that radio was not exciting me anymore. Okay. I was bored. Maybe it was an early burnout. I was done. I wasn't enjoying it. I wanted to do something which was more fulfilling, more meaningful. And okay. that was the time when I stumbled upon storytelling. And my first reaction was, wow, it's fun. Okay. <laughs> telling stories to children and getting their instant feedback and love and stories were doing the same magic as we tried to create on radio theater of mind right in radio I'm in a studio I see nothing whereas when I'm telling my tales I've got my lovely little audience sitting right there in front of me and as I'm creating a scene telling them about a king or a mountain and I see their eyes becoming big, their lips (laughs) turning into a big smile. And that gives so much pleasure. And their love is unbiased. There's no pretense. So when I tell a story to an adult like you, even if you don't like it, for courtesy's sake, for just to be polite, you will say, yeah, 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 nice, nice, (laughs) right? (laughs) But with children, they are in your face. They'll tell you, we didn't like it. I've heard this before. <laughs> but but Jeshri, I want to ask you one question about this. Now, storytelling is, of course, something that we all know as a concept. We've all grown up listening to stories. But your interest in storytelling is very different from our understanding of stories. Very often as adults, we think that storytelling and listening to stories is only for kids, right? But you've taken this to a whole new level. What's the difference in your approach from what you see around you. And and that's where you kind of saw that opportunity. Actually, I was in uh, Los Angeles that time. I had gone there for a radio project, 2011. And when you are anywhere else where you're not close to your family and you don't see people around, you get bored. So the only outlet for me was my visit to a library that was right across the street. And once I was in the library and I saw a poster that said free storytelling workshop. I said, free (laughs) 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 that workshop, 
it was fun and the only payout was you'll have to volunteer as a teller in the library okay. since you attended the workshop so that was my first experience when i told some panchatantra stories in the, in their library and okay. i really enjoyed it so i also thought in the beginning that it is for kids but when i delved deeper i studied about it i realized the stories have got great power and potential they can move people they can give you a new insight they can give you a new perspective and then they can give new solutions also so we have worked with corporates we work with senior citizens and we work with children living in clusters community areas and we work with children who study in elite schools so one learning that came through was a stories cut across it appeals to everybody because we don't hear stories we see stories and we connect the plot with our real life we invest our emotions in it and we take the story as our own and we believe when we start feeling the pain of the main protagonist or the main actor and we go through his emotional journey so that's kind of a catharsis so that is the reason i believe that stories are for everyone yeah Now, of course, you went on to do a PhD, and I, I'm dying to ask you about how you became Dr. Jayashree, but we'll wait for that for a few minutes. I want to ask you, what was your first lesson you've learned on your journey? Yes. So the first lesson was take the first step, just begin. As I told you, in 2011, I was bored with radio. I wanted to do something more fun. So I was on a crossroad when I attended this workshop, and I thought I should follow this. this is something yeah. new and exciting and that time in india specifically storytelling was not as big as it is today okay uh, on one side i had a job that was paying me good money mm-hmm. uh, market was really good <laughs> <laughs> but i was not enjoying it because uh, each day seemed the same and on the other side i had the storytelling and i wanted a change in my life and i knew that nobody else will do that for me so it okay. is me who has to take the first step so i took the plunge wherein i didn't know how i will take it further i didn't have a road map in front of me i just left my corporate job and followed my heart came to india did some more workshops more trainings met some storytellers from india and storytellers who were not from india but traveling to india so i did some homework and in 2012 i started story ghar so i took the first step so your first lesson is take the first step just begin yes that's what i do i follow my heart <laughs> i wanted to do something that would give me happiness so tell me a little bit about story ghar then story ghar is all about learning through storytelling it's a sole prop firm i started okay. i was alone okay? okay and i just started I said, okay, fine. Let me form uh, something. Unless I do it formally, I would not feel that kick to go out and work towards it, right? So if I just say, okay, fine, I will tell stories, that doesn't happen. So I wanted to give a formal shape. So I formed Story Ghar, and I started telling people about it. And the reaction I got, "Ab tum kani suna ke paise kamaogi." But those of you who don't understand Hindi, what that really means is, are you now going to make money telling stories? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> now that that of course was your first lesson, so yeah, you, you took that first step. You just started something. 
What was your second lesson that you learned? Second lesson was trust my choices and trust myself. As I said that people came to me telling me that nobody will pay you if you go and tell stories because our dadis, nannies, our grandparents are there. We have got teachers. They tell stories. You cannot make a profession out of it. But I said, no, let me just try it out. So initial few months were really tough. I tried, mm -hmm. would not get any appointment. Nobody was ready to meet me. It was something new. It was not as it is today. So one day my mom came to me and said, people will not come to your house and give you a job. You need to step out. So I said, yeah, ma, let's try this. So I took my car out and I said, ma, tell come along. So I got my mother along and there were about like 11 schools in the vicinity. So I visited all 11 schools. Okay. There were a few schools that didn't let us in at all. At all. Mm. They said bye-bye. <laughs> they didn't even open their gate. There were some schools that allowed us in, okay. but they gave a very cold response. Okay, fine. We'll get back to you. There was one school and the principal was very deceptive. She met us. I gave her my presentation and she called me for another meeting. And in the second meeting, I got my first project. That was summer camp for their school kids. That was a two-week program and it was 2012 and that first project cost was 25000 And I was like, okay, not bad <laughs> to start with. And then I, I thought of doing an event because that thing got to my head that people will not come to me. I need to go out and trust what I am selling. Because Rohit, you would agree that product selling is much easier than concept selling. I was selling a concept, right? That stories uh, help learn certain things. They help in education. So it wasn't easy for me because people could not see a concrete shape dead in there. It was a concept. So we needed people who were evolved and who could actually see my vision and believe in it. And again, I was told in a short span, you would not get a good venue. But I thought, let me try. So with just good intent, I met people and I got lucky and I got a venue called India Habitat Center. That's one of the prestigious cultural centers in Delhi. And I booked the smallest body, which could accommodate about 40 to 50 people. I was like, oh, okay, fine, I'll do an event. I should feel that the audience is full, even if there are 30 people. Then I called some friends who were in print and I told them I'm doing this event. Could you give me a pre-event brief release or just list my event in your newspaper so that people get to know it's a free event and they come. And the venue was, by the way, for free. I got the venue for free, but I could raise some funds as well. So H&H, &H, I got a call from a lady there. She interviewed me and she gave me a good coverage. Two days prior to the event, I got a call from the venue. Ma'am, we are getting many queries. Shall we shift your uh, event to Gulmohar, which can uh, accommodate about 100 people? Malcolm, okay. do you think 100 people will come? <laughs> so they said, yeah, yeah, ma'am, we are getting many queries. So we don't want a mess on the day of the event. I said, okay. And on the very day, a Hindustan Times gave me a good coverage. And I got a call from the venue. Ma'am, we are shifting you to the open air theater. <laughs> I said, 
अरे वी विल नॉट हैव पीपल कमिंग इन व्हाई आर यू सेइंग सो नो मैडम ट्रस्ट अस वी आर गेटिंग मेनी क्वेरीज सो लास्ट मिनट वी वुड नॉट बी एबल टू चेंज डोंट वरी अबाउट द मनी और द कॉस्ट वी आर शिफ्टिंग द वेन्यू आई सेड अगेन शिफ्ट द वेन्यू 350 पीपल टर्नड अप एंड आई वाज लाइक so uh, i had two more tellers with me then a singer so i created a whole event and i got tv coverage also that event gave me the courage and it told me that what i chose wasn't wrong my choice my decision was right now i cannot look back i should follow along so yes even after that my journey wasn't easy I I did face some rejections. I did hear many no's, but I continued. And while I was on this journey, I realized that if I want to tell people about storytelling, I should enrich myself. So I enrolled myself into MA education, and my dissertation was storytelling for language development. That was a two years program. I was done with uh, my MA. when i was getting my dissertation signed by my guide she said jayshree why don't you do phd man ka what will happen i just wanted to make myself a better person i wanted to bring some credibility in what i tell people that is why i studied storytelling and i think i know enough now <laughs> i can go along so she said no no there's more to study you should enroll yourself in phd okay i said okay i didn't have mphil right so because it it was a simple ma education and then i heard that there are certain universities that conduct a written test if you clear it then you can enroll yourself so i applied in two three universities then there was jamia millia islamia and in delhi i i gave the test and there were 13 participants who were chosen i was one of them and then there was a board of teachers that sit and you have to defend your proposal there okay and and rohit that board of teachers that sit there and ask you questions their primary job is to make you feel that you know nothing you are a piece of dirt there <laughs> <laughs> and especially i was a girl okay fine a pretty face has come there okay what what does she know about this so while i was presenting my proposal and uh, i told a brief story and i acted like a monkey and uh, then there was a lion in the story so there was one senior teacher sitting there must prof- some professor he got really angry and he said what is this do you think teachers should act like monkeys in the class <laughs> they are teachers <laughs> they have to teach <laughs> i said yeah that is what i'm saying the teachers especially in primary classes should shed their authority for a while if they want to become friends with their children they should act like them and then children believe them there's a level of comfort and confidence they build a bridge through stories so there were many teachers who who said no no we don't think that this is something to be done to phd in storytelling then the hod was really nice and kind who said jayshree i think you go now it's been 40 minutes and they have been drilling you i like your proposal you go now <laughs> <laughs> after a week i heard that yes i got through <laughs> so this is a scenario where you're telling a board of teachers at a university for a phd program about how you should act like a monkey and teach kids 
through stories not act like monkeys yes act like the characters that appear in the story yes act like the characters that bring every character yes. to life but you, you see yeah. when you're talking about that i kind of live it for me almost that scene of you standing in front of the board of teachers kind of brings about that entire passion that you have for storytelling and the fact that this is something that can actually change people's lives and i love your second lesson which is of course trust yourself in your choices and then as you're going down this journey you start your phd what is your third lesson that you learned my third lesson is even if you feel that your decision your choices were right you need to diversify you need to reinvent yourself because it's a difficult and tough market after 4 or 5 years into storytelling i realized that you cannot be comfortable in it because now i see many tellers out there and my tellings there are videos out there i do events and the stories are out there in public domain you just have to pick a right story make it your own and tell it in yeah. your own style add your element to it i realized that i am getting lost in the crowd because there are many people now <laughs> yeah. if i need to stand out i should do things differently so over these years when i look back i realized that i have changed the way i used to tell my methods have evolved and i integrated into various objects like education yeah it's fun children come they listen to your stories they enjoy it's good for entertainment yes but it has got great potential as an educational device or tool so that was one part wherein i diversified i connected it with education so we organized symposiums and talks wherein we got experts from the field directors from prestigious organizations coming and talking to people about how it can help in education then in 2015 i launched a storytelling app because i realized that technology was getting more powerful and especially in times of corona we have seen how it has helped us come together yes. so we launched a storytelling app that time we didn't have storytell and these kindle audio stories and <laughs> but we 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 did some research and found the gap so we got that application then we founded our ngo chista care foundation in this we use storytelling to empower people educate okay. communities be it telling women about the government schemes that may benefit them or telling elderly people about their legal rights especially about the will about their property rights or going to children who are malnutritioned telling their mothers why health is important so we under the banner of chesta care foundation we reach out to communities and we talk to them through stories now the new thing that we do is we use stories and storytelling to mobilize people to bring about change to further causes so we kept diversifying so i could have been very comfortable telling stories enhancing my craft becoming a great performer but i used it as a device if i would to look at what you're saying there you you said you kept diversifying which is true but i also think that you were also reinventing yourself right through that process 
So even if I look from 2011 to 2012, you're not just diversifying, you're sort of reinventing yourself. And then with the application and the PhD and, and educating yourself. So that would be, I think, such a nice lesson for people to learn as well. Keep diversifying and keep reinventing. It's all about staying relevant in present times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In fact, if you, if you don't reinvent, I think that's one of the biggest dangers that we face, right? To just remain irrelevant in this whole process. So those are your three lessons, right? But before we conclude this, I want to ask you about your book. You actually launched a book recently. This one's called Teachers as Storytellers, a Handbook for Primary Teachers. And this is sort of a how-to book, which kind of demonstrates the value of storytelling as a teaching and learning device. Tell me a little bit about that book. Idea of this book came when I was doing my PhD, because the topic of my thesis was storytelling as a pedagogic device for primary school teachers. During my research, I worked with around 400 teachers. And okay. those teachers come from different states, from government and private schools. And I realized that all had similar challenges, that children don't listen, they make noise, we cannot teach math with stories or EVS with stories. So then I developed the manual as part of my research. Then I thought, let me just add my practical experience into it. So this book is all about answering their challenges and constraints along with narrating my experiences when I was in a classroom or when I went there, how I brought about a change through stories. So it has got some anecdotes and some tips on how to polish their art of storytelling, especially in classroom, not on a stage, in classroom. Nice. This is definitely something that I think can really change the way kids are being educated. What has been your experience over the last year or so with the whole lockdowns and remote working for you? It's been a moment of reinvention once again. Yes. Uh, and it's very funny. See, earlier when I would meet people, I would tell that the best part about stories and storytelling is that it is one-to-one, -one, right? It is face-to-face. -face. There's human <laughs> contact. Yeah, it's about... <laughs> being there it's about taking your children away from technology lot of screen time bring them to sessions but then 2020 was all locked down no school yeah. nothing no event happening so initial first month uh, I was I was in a shock okay what to do now <laughs> then <laughs> we started doing online sessions Initially, I had a great difficulty in handling Zoom and Google because I, I wasn't very comfortable with technology from the beginning. I, I, I'm a person, okay, fine. I go with my gut and all like, like that, live, doing things live, presenting it live. So then we started doing online sessions. We did online camp and we also did online teacher trainings. Nice. And then we devised ways to make it interacting while it is live on technology wherein I see 30 windows and it is it is easy with teachers you tell them the rules okay fine you should stay muted throughout the session yeah. and uh, you should well, raise your hand or use the chat box but with children if I throw a question all 30 mics <laughs> 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 the, 
will be turned on ma'am you know what ma'am this ma'am that so initially i had a tough time developing some sign languages with them and doing some games with them wherein uh, they can stay muted but they can use their bodies we devise some call and action activities so yes in last one years i learned how to use technology and online medium to conduct training sessions and story sessions though there's no comparison between a live physical on site session that is any day much yeah. far better right because i am there i'm using my eyes i'm close to each and every child but even via technology i think i'm able to connect with them so that is one good thing so i'm comfortable with technology now and <laughs> telling stories and doing training sessions online yeah it's actually just wonderful to talk to you jashi the energy that you have and the passion that you have for storytelling is incredible i just want to summarize those three lessons once again your three lessons that you've learned on your journey one take the first step just begin the second one is trust yourself and your choices and the third one which i think is perhaps the most important one keep diversifying and reinventing thank you so much jashree it's been wonderful having you on the show yes i know that i don't keep calling you dr jashree because i know you as jashree it's, for me it's a bit of a tongue twister to add the doctor in there but so incredibly proud of you you're the only person i know who's done a phd in storytelling it's wonderful having you on the show just a quick reminder once again the book is called teachers as storytellers a handbook for primary teachers it's available on amazon and on flipkart make sure you pick up a copy of that book jashree how can people get in touch with you can they follow you on social media we have a website storygar.com s t o r y g h a r and there's a facebook page by the same name and the email id is info@storygar.com and of course jashree is based in delhi but i think you can pretty much tell stories globally right so yeah. thank you so much jashree it's wonderful having a chat with you and keep up the good work and thank you so much for tuning into the three lessons with rohit jaykran make sure you subscribe to this podcast so you can get all your latest episodes in any place that you love listening to your podcasts thank you